Welcome to Tales She Told Me, a podcast featuring honest conversations about what it means to be a woman, a mother, and in business. I'm your host, Farah Haydar. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about motherhood. You see, I was on Twitter the other day and saw an older article from the Daily Mail, and it was talking about Rebecca Walker, who's the daughter of trailblazing feminist and author of The Color Purple, Alice Walker. She was talking about her mother's belief that children enslaved women and how it kind of tore them apart. To quote, she says, It was drummed into me that being a mother, raising children, and running a home were a form of slavery. Now, Rebecca has since reconciled with her mother, and this is a bit of old news, but it struck me that I didn't totally disagree with Alice's sentiment. Look, motherhood is hard, but what makes it harder is the expectations and parameters we put around it. Back in Alice's day, motherhood did enslave women. There wasn't room for much else and definitely no expectation that a woman do anything else. Today, it's a bit of the opposite. There's this expectation that we not only do motherhood perfectly, but also so much more. You see, feminism promises us options, to be able to make choices on what we wanted to do. But instead of making choices, we thought we had to do it all. In fact, I don't think anyone put it better than writer and activist Courtney Martin. She wrote this about growing up as a member of Gen X, my generation. (laughs) She said, we are the girls with anxiety disorders, filled appointment books, five-year plans. We take ourselves very, very seriously. We are the peacemakers, the do-gooders, the givers, the savers. We are on time, overly prepared, well-read, and witty, intellectually curious, always moving. We pride ourselves on getting as little sleep as possible and thrive on self-deprivation. We drink coffee, a lot of it. We are on birth control, Prozac, and multivitamins. We are relentless, judgmental with ourselves, and forgiving to others. We never want to be as passive-aggressive as our mothers, never want to marry men as uninspired as our fathers, daughters of the feminists who said, you can be anything. And we heard, you have to be everything. I remember reading that and going, that's it. That's it right there. It made me look back on my own journey of motherhood and maturing as a woman. There are so many things I wish I could go back and tell my younger self. So I'm going to share them with you today, and maybe there'll be someone out there who needs to hear this. The first thing I would tell my younger self is, motherhood is optional. Growing up, it was never if you have children. It was always when you have children. I was given this recipe for a good life. Go to college, get married, have kids, get a good job, live happily ever after. Looking back, there are so many things I wish I had questioned. Not that it would have made a difference necessarily. I may still have had children, but it would have been from a place of certainty rather than blind obedience. And that makes all the difference in the world. You see, everyone wants to argue about the better choice, right? Have kids, don't have kids. The truth is, is that there really is no ideal choice. In each of them, you're giving up something. When you have children, there's an inevitable impact on your career, finances, freedom, all of it. And if you don't have children, you're missing out on something too. I really don't think anyone can articulate the all-consuming sense of responsibility or sacrifice that comes with having children. Kids force you to stretch yourself in unexpected ways. Now, please don't take this as I am saying, you can't grow up without having children. I'm not. I'm saying that it's a very different experience. There are pros and cons to both. Again, choices. We have to make them. So make them with your eyes wide open. 
The next thing I would say to my younger self is that society's expectations of mothers are flawed and unrealistic. In fact, I'm not even entirely sure that they emphasize the right things, which is really ironic given how hard we chase this vision of motherhood. You know the one. Like, feed your kids perfectly, curate their books and music, help them find friends, push them academically, show up to all their events, cart them from activity to activity, make sure they're well-rounded, you know, arts, sports, STEM. Did you get their vaccinations in order? Now make sure to research all those vaccinations because you can't trust your doctor. And make sure that while you're doing that, you're still a good friend, wife, sister, aunt, citizen, worker, and darling, you must take care of your health. Get some sleep, work out, have a girls' night, you know, in between soccer tournaments. Don't forget your husband now. You know, you should be pleasant his resting place, make sure to have dinner on the table every night. And of course, it has to be healthy. Did you volunteer for your kid's room, mom? You know, you have to be involved in their schooling. Oh, and the school is holding a fundraiser for heart health and they really need your help. Did you call your dad today? You know, he's not getting any younger. Did he just say he has a hole in his shoe? Oh, and the refrigerator broke. The noise is deafening. It is not possible to be all these things at once. And in trying to quiet the noise, you can lose sight of the music you are trying to create in the first place. I would tell my younger self that instead of allowing expectations to enslave her, expect the reality of being a mom, especially a working mom. Though, let me tell you, no shade on stay-at-home moms here. I've seen them manage the PTA swim team and all the extras my kids benefit from. It can rival a full-time job. So, hats off to you ladies. But back to what I was saying, I would tell her that you're always going to be letting something slide. On the days I'm super creative, I'm not so present with my kids. And on the days I'm super present with my kids, I'm definitely letting some tasks slide at work. It's a balancing act. And sometimes it can feel like you're juggling hot irons in the air. That's normal. Anticipate it. Which kind of brings me to my next point. Guilt. Isn't motherhood riddled with it? (laughs) But does it have to be? I mean, I would tell my younger self not to waste so much time feeling guilty. You did your best, and that's all that can be expected of you. The guilt is probably born from unrealistic expectations anyways. You're a mother, yes, but that is not all you are. You have obligations to family, to yourself, to your career. Pretending that your entire life evaporated when you had a child will benefit no one. And honestly... It sets a bad example for your kids. Let them see you as a complete person. A loving mother, sure, but also someone with interests and opinions and dislikes. It will make them see that they are important, but not everything. And that is the best antidote to entitlement out there. You see, this narrative of the idyllic, giving, all-knowing, all-capable mom who's always there, will never leave, never let you down, will set aside everything for a child, will have you thinking you need to sacrifice so much more than you really have to. We are told all the time about the sacrifices we need to make for everyone else, but we don't need to sacrifice our happiness for other people's convenience. So stop being so damn self-sacrificial. Your happiness is the greatest gift you can give your children. Will there be sacrifices? Absolutely. But choose your sacrifices carefully and then give in to them wholeheartedly. Make sure that you are giving something up for the right reasons and not just because you think it is the right thing to do. Because let me tell you, I lost track of the number of times I sacrificed something I really wanted only to have it not make a difference in the wrong one. 
I would tell her that letting your kids stumble through something imperfectly is a hundred times better than doing it for them perfectly. Their mistakes will give them confidence, grit, and they're going to need that much more than a perfect grade or project. I would tell her that 90% of the things you think are really important don't make a lick of difference to your kids. (laughs) They don't care if the party decorations are perfect or whether you've had the same dinner three times in a row or whether you kept every piece of artwork or if you know every friend's name and their parents. They really don't. All your kids want is your attention and affection. They want places that feel safe. The rest is just gravy. You see, you can't craft a life of memories for your kids. Memories are what happen when you are busy crafting the perfect moment, which never works out anyway. And some of my best memories were completely unplanned and happened only when I was entirely present. I would tell her that her kids are going to surprise her. They're going to stretch her and give her accountability, not just to them, but to herself. They're going to inspire her to become a better version of herself so that she can guide them into better versions of themselves and that it's going to feel hard and wonderful because they will heal parts of her that she didn't even know were hurting. I would tell her to be prepared for 11 p.m. conversations and to just let whatever you have to do at the house slide because those have been the best conversations I've had with my kids, the most revealing. And when they're ready to talk, just sit down and listen. I would tell her that the hardest part is the loneliness. Look, finding a crew, loving them hard helps and it's necessary. But motherhood is also a solo journey because no one's quite like you and your kids are not like other kids. It's your own hero's journey, complete with setbacks and triumphs. But if you stay focused on what is really important, loving those kids, you will always find a way. I would tell her to take a lot of pictures because so much of it is a blur. I would tell her that I got the best piece of parenting advice early on and wish I had listened to it harder. My very wise sister, Dina, mother to three, once told me, if you really care, I don't think there is a way to be a bad mother. I should have let that sink in. Most of all, I would tell her there is no perfect way to do this. There's no blueprint you can follow. You will leave a mark on your children in good and bad ways. Your choices will give them certain strengths and some weaknesses. Those weaknesses are their own journey to figure out. And you're going to have to witness them do that. So just own it. Do it your way. There is no one that knows your child more. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be loving. Thank you guys for joining me today. I hope you got something out of that. Reach out on all social media platforms at Farah Haydar and tell me, what do you think is the hardest part of motherhood? Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll get notified when a next episode is available. Also, I'm giving away a PDF of some of the best quotes we've had on the show, beautifully designed to print and journal your thoughts. Email me at farah at farahadar.com and title it Quotes. Talk to you soon. Till then, chase your happy.